श्री विष्णु सहस्रनाम नंबर 705 सत्कृति सत वी हैव लर्न्ड फ्रॉम द नेम्स वी हैव बीन डूइंग जस्ट प्रीवियसली मींस दैट व्हिच इज गुड डिजायरेबल ट्रू रियल एंड गुड इन ऑल रिस्पेक्ट्स एंड कृति आह Kriti, uh, karma or karya means activities. So kriti means a performer of activities. So satkriti means one who does activities that are good, beneficial, noble, <clears throat> of the nature of reality, and not false. Uh, the commentators point out that krishna the supreme personality of godhead his activities are good noble pious beneficial and so on <clears throat> naturally because his very nature is good pious noble beneficial and so on and particularly because Krishna's activities inspire love in his devotees. Love is the ultimate principle of everything. That is the Vaishnava understanding. Love means love for Krishna. Why love Krishna? Why specifically Krishna? Why so much emphasis on Krishna? Because Krishna is the proper object of love and why one major reason is satkriti because of his adorable activities what he does everything he does is for the benefit of others with with his own tremendous love for all living beings and therefore it's natural for us if we're not acting opposite to a natural deepest most innate tendency then naturally we love krishna and krishna comes to this world he says paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya tadushkritam i come to uplift the pious people and to destroy the impious the dushkriti the opposite of satkriti one opposite is dushkriti he uplifts the pious one way he uplifts them is just by everything he does we may say well he uplifts the pious krishna came 5000 years ago that doesn't help us now does it well if we're pious we can hear about his activities as recounted in shrimad bhagavatam vishnu purana ramayana and so many vedic literatures and by hearing them we become inspired with love for krishna and that in itself is pious punya shravana kirtana that is a name of krishna which will come up later in vishnu sahasranam simply to hear about him is the most pious and beneficial act to hear about him and to discuss him so everything he does is uh beneficial for all and full of love 
and therefore lovable. His activities are lovable. Generally, we say someone is a good man, a good person, if they do good activities. They don't do things which are harmful for others. They act in a manner which is pleasing to others and uh, helpful to others. So Krishna is a very good person. He's the best of good people because he does and can act in a manner which is helpful to others. He can act in a manner which is helpful to others far more than any of the greatest philanthropists or uh, do-gooders of this world. In that sense also, Krishna should be understood to be Satkuti. I'm going to quote a verse or by an unknown author, which Srila Rupa Goswami has included in his Padyavali compilation, compilation of devotional verses, which describes how Krishna is Satkriti. It, it's not specifically, this verse is not specifically composed as a as an explanation of the name Sadkriti, but it serves the purpose also. And also the previous name Sadgati, Krishna is the proper goal, the ultimate goal, the goal of the true, the goal of the good. So these, both of these names, they can be illuminated <coughs> by this verse, which I'll read now in Sanskritam and give a translation. Patsalyad abhaya pradana samayad artarti nivaparnad audaryad agasoshanad aganitashraya padapraparnad sevya shri patir eva sarva jagatamete yatasakshinaha prahlada shavibhisharascha Karirat Panchalya Halya Dhruvaha. Because he, Krishna, is very affectionate, he promises to give fearlessness to his devotees. He removes his devotees' sufferings. He is generous, he takes away his devotees' sins, and he bestows limitless auspiciousness. And because Prahlad Vibhishana Gajendra, Drupadi, Ahalya, and Dhruva testify to these virtues. Lord Krishna, the husband of the goddess of fortune, should be served by all the worlds. So Krishna is Sadgati. He is the uh, he is the goal of devotees, virtuous persons, and some names are given here: Prahlad, Vibhishna, Gajendra, Drupadi, Ahalya, and Dhruva. And he's also Satkriti. He acted in a way that is beneficial for these devotees. Just giving some examples out of the unlimited numbers of devotees who, including even ourselves, I, we, we don't like to think of ourselves as devotees, but because we're under the shelter of his divine grace, Srila Prabhupada, 
uh, we feel that Krishna's reciprocation with us, that he's very kind to us, he's helping us because Srila Prabhupada puts his merciful glance on us. And then Krishna naturally being pleased with his devotee, Srila Prabhupada also likes to uplift us. And we, we've, we understand by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada that Krishna is the real goal of our life. And we hear from Srila Prabhupada and so many great devotees like Rupa Goswami of the Satkriti, the such wonderful, lovable activities that Krishna performs. <clears throat> and then naturally we become attracted to him. Naturally the activities of Krishna in his childhood his childhood pastimes, Balya Leela, they're most lovable, they're very innocent. Uh, how Krishna is sucking his mother's breast, stealing the curd and butter. Well, maybe not so innocent, but because he's an innocent child, we don't take it very seriously. It's very charming, it's, it's very lovable. Naturally, people love children. Cute little children, especially the, the mothers they love. But the whole world can love Krishna. We, be, we become especially inclined to a child, our own child. But <clears throat> Krishna is such a child that the whole world becomes attracted to his lovable activities. But it's not only his childhood activities. Uh, crawling around on the floor. You know, mothers, they become, they become very happy to see their children crawling around. Little anxiety also, because when they crawl around, oh, what are they? <laughs> they'll do all kinds of things which can cause harm to themselves. But that anxiety, that's also a, a great source of pleasure for the mother, the, the, the woman who has no child. She doesn't have that anxiety, but she'd like to have it. So in this way, Krishna's childhood activities are naturally very lovable. When he grows up, or even when he's a child, actually, he starts killing so many demons, and we may think, well, that's not very lovable. But it is. Krishna, he orchestrates a massive battle by which millions of men are killed uh, in the Lanka War also, so there's so many... So many monkeys and rakshasas were killed. That might not sound very lovable, but it does invoke love in his devotees because he knows that the devotee knows that everything Krishna does is good for the world and for everyone, and even his apparent killing, it's not the end. It's not the end of everything. Uh, of course, when some, someone dies, or they're killed, nahanyate hanyamarne sharire, only the body is killed, but the, the possessor of the body is not killed, so no one actually dies, but Krishna's killing is most beneficial. He's so kind that he's, he, his activities are all beneficial, even to the persons who don't like him and who don't recognize him as being satkriti, as being their best well-wisher. Uh, so everything he does, and, and that invokes love also. 
Krishna especially. Why, why am I saying Krishna, 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 Krishna? Well, th this is after all Vishnu Sahasranam. Why am I saying Krishna so much? Well, Krishna is that form of Vishnu and, or to put it around the other way, Vishnu, the Vishnu forms expand from Krishna, non-different from Krishna. But the form of Krishna is especially lovable. We find in the Bhagavatam, various avatars are described in nine cantos, and then the tenth canto, very extensive description of Krishna. The other avatars are explained somewhat briefly. And of course, Ram avatar is also very much invoking the love of others, the love of his devotees, and that is explained in great detail in Valmiki's Ramayana. But Krishna in the Bhagavatam, Nidamakalpa Tarar Galitam Palam, the ripened fruit of the desire tree of the Vedic knowledge, the Bhagavatam explains especially in great detail Krishna's pastimes because Krishna is that form of the Lord who especially evokes the very deepest love uh, in his devotees. Not to say that other forms don't. It's not that bhakti is only for Krishna, bhakti is for Rama, bhakti is for Lakshmi Narayana. They're all non-different from Krishna, but at the same time, this particular form, Krishna, Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam, the, the personal, original, if we can use that term, uh, form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is especially the one who invokes most love. <clears throat> so his pastimes are described in great detail, his activities, Satkriti, one who performs beneficial activities, especially described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, his, his Narasimha avatar is, uh, is very, appears to be very horrible, but that invokes love. Even his Vishvarupa is not, he's showing his form as the universe to Arjuna and to others also, especially he's showing to Arjuna in the course of speaking Bhagavad Gita, that is very famous. That form doesn't in particular invoke love. We find Arjuna, whose natural tendency is to love Krishna, natural tendency of everyone, but it's highly developed in Arjuna, bhaktosime sakha chaiti rahasya hietaduttamam. Krishna says to Arjuna, I'm explaining this topmost secret of Bhagavad Gita to you because you're my devotee and my friend. I love you, Arjuna, as you love me. But that same Arjuna who's eternally in a compact of deep love with Krishna, he becomes afraid upon seeing that form, the terrible form in the, of Krishna manifesting as the whole universe and especially the destructive aspect of the universe is shown therein. But that's also sat. Krishna, by showing that form, he's also showing how he's beneficial to the worlds. Even Krishna's destructive 
tendency that is for the benefit of the worlds and of course no one's ultimately destroyed but the nature of this world <coughs> is that everything is destroyed and then bhutva bhutva praliyate uh, everything come, comes into being and is destroyed again and again and again and the ultimate aim of all of this is to destroy our tendency to try to just to enjoy this material world and, and when that tendency is destroyed then we don't long we don't no longer have to come back in it again and again so everything krishna does is for the benefit of all it's very lovable and very sweet in his madhurashtakam sri vallabhacharya has described how everything krishna does is uh very sweet uh Adharam, his lips are very sweet. Even uh, Damanam Madharam, his crushing the demons, is very sweet. Vamitam Madharam, that literally means his vomiting is very Everything Krishna does is very sweet. Madhuradipatearakilam Madharam, he is the Lord of all sweetness, and everything he does is Im fully imbued with all sweetness. So everything in his, uh, the Supreme Lord manifests as the Guna avatars, Brahma creates, Vishnu maintains, Shiva destroys, Vishnu is overseeing everything. Uh, everything he does is all auspicious for all the worlds. Uh, he's active. He's a, he's a very active God. <laughs> uh, he's, he's not... Uh, sitting detached namam karmani limpanti name karma phale spriha krishna says i don't have to do anything i don't desire anything of this world but still he's active within it why is that for our benefit and to expand his feelings of love for everyone that's why Krishna is active. It's, it's difficult for people to understand if they're only, they only see the bad side of the world and they want to become detached from it and they want to be, then they think that spiritual life means just sitting like a Buddha. You see the, the Buddha statues or pictures, just sitting and eyes closed, deep in meditation, not doing anything, apparently not doing anything. But Krishna, he's very involved. He's playing his flute. He's as Ram, he's Kodanda Ram with his bow, ready to shoot the enemies. He's uh, as Rama, the Supreme Lord. He bows down to his parents, even to Kaikeyi, his mother, who betrayed him. He maintains affection. So he's, he's active in this world. Otherwise, if we just hear God, 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 he's on high, this, that. He's on high, but he comes down among us also and acts in so many attractive ways. His, his pastimes are so attractive. Ramayana is so attractive that devotees hear it again and again and again. The activities of Lord Ram, they hear his activities again and again and again throughout life throughout their lives and then they become they, they become more and more happy to hear as they hear again and then what happens when they leave the body they go to join Lord Rama 
That's his mercy. He comes and performs so many. Lila koile shubishta, this Bhakti Rautako says. You perform such uh, extensive activities uh, for the benefit of the world. Everything he does is for the benefit of the world, especially his devotees. Why especially for his devotees? Well, naturally, yeyatamang prapadyante tangs tataiva bhajamyaham. He's open to everyone, but he reciprocates with his devotees. As they approach him in love, he also approaches them in love. He wants to love everyone, but it's really hard to love someone if they ignore you, or if they're against you. I mean, you can love them, but you can't act in a, in a manner of loving reciprocation because the other party has to interact for there to be reciprocation. So naturally Krishna acts, especially for his devotees, because it takes two to tango. <laughs> to, to do a, a dance with two people, it, it, if, or if it's a musical duet, you need two people playing. It may be a piano and violin duet, but you need two people. Of course, Krishna can expand himself into two, and he does, eko bahusyam. He's one and he expands himself into many uh, for the sake of enjoying loving pastimes. So he acts especially for the benefit of his devotees. So in that, in that way, we could say sat kriti. He's, he acts for the benefit of those who are sat, those who are devotees. Mm. Uh, oh, and of course, Janma karma chamedivyam evangyo veti tatvataha tyakva dehang punar janma naiti ma meti sorjuna. Simply by hearing about, understanding, and having full faith in the reality who is Krishna, who comes to this world and appears to be born and performs so many activities, just understanding this is all divine. It's nothing to do with this world. Krishna is not a conditioned living being like us who are forced to come according to our previous activities. By understanding that Krishna is completely transcendental to this world. And although in many ways it may appear that he acts as an ordinary person, he is always extraordinary, extraordinarily extraordinary, of a different category, completely transcendental. By understanding this, then we don't take birth again in this world, but we go to join Krishna in his eternal pastimes. So in this way, Krishna is Satkriti, that everything he does, if we simply understand that, then uh, we are benefited in the highest manner possible. <clears throat> Balade Vidya Bhushan. He gives the understanding that uh, how Krishna is benefiting his devotee. There are so many ways Krishna benefits his devotees, but Balade Vidya Bhushan, he selects this. He gives one example of how Krishna is 
acting in the most beneficial way for us. What is the most beneficial thing for you and me, for all of us conditioned souls, suffering repeated birth and death, the terrible pains of repeated birth and death again and again and again and again and again and again. We don't know how many times. What is the most beneficial thing? If someone takes us out of this cycle and brings us back home, back to Godhead, back to the lotus feet of Krishna, that is the most beneficial thing. And well, how are we going to do that? Antakale chamameva smaran kalevaram Yaprayati samad bhavam yati nasyatrasangshaya. Krishna says, for one who remembers me at the time of death, he goes to me, he comes to me without a doubt. Now, what about if someone's been a devotee? They're, they're practicing devotional service, but <clears throat> at the time of death, the the, the overwhelmingly uh, terrible, intense experience of kapavaya pitta, the, the, the whole bodily system is all disordered and the mind in anxiety. And somehow or other, if Krishna's devotee doesn't remember Krishna at the time of death, Krishna remembers him and takes that devotee back to him. And Sri Baladev Vidya Bhushan says this action of helping his devotee at the time of death, that is the prime example of him being Satkriti. And we can think of so many examples. Bhishma Dev, Krishna, came to be standing before Bhishma as he left this world. Sri Baladev Vidya Bhushan, in this regard, uh, cites Varaha Purana, Yadivata didoshena madbhakto mamna chasmarit aham smarami madbhaktam nayami paramam gatim. If, on account of air, bile, and phlegm disorders of the humors within the body, my devotee does not remember me. Krishna says, I remember my devotee and bring him to the supreme destination. Some more meanings of or, or nuances of the meaning of the name Satkriti. This is from uh, the uh, Madhva Sampradaya. They offer meanings, add some other meanings. Sharanagata Vatsala. He is Satkriti because he is the refuge of those who take shelter in him. So that name has, that more or less summarizes a lot of what I've discussed here. Now here's an interesting one. Uh, Kriti. Kriti is the name of the wife or a wife of Pradyumna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead who appeared 
as the son of the Supreme Personality, the first son of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by uh, Krishna's first son, by his queen Rukmini. So, because he had Kriti as his wife, he is known as Satkriti. That's nice. Uh, another nuance on the name Satkriti, quoting, it says Sutra, I presume this is Vedanta Sutra, I didn't check it. Uh, Na prayojana vatatvat. He acts although there is no need for him to do so for his own personal advantage. So this is interpreted or understood as meaning that he acts in a manner for the benefit of others. There's nothing for him to gain. Most people, well, everyone in this material world, acts in a manner for their own benefit. They want to, everything we do, we want to get something out of it. But Krishna is not like that. He has no selfish motive. He's got nothing to gain personally. He, he has everything, but he acts for the benefit of others. Satkriti, the Supreme Personality of Godhead who performs noble, beneficial, lovable activities, especially for those who are sat, uh, for those who are pious devotees. All glories to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Satkriti. Dante nidhaya tunakang padaya nipatya Kritvacha kakushatame tadaham ravimi he sadava sakala eva vihaya durach chaitanya chandra charne Kurutanu ragaha Vancha kalpatarubhyas chakripas intubi evaja Patitanam pavane bhyo vaishnavim